You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM. 312-255-8408 is our number. Father Greg Sakowitz, along with, I'm the rector at the Cathedral in Chicago, and co-host Mark Teresi, Executive Director. Good morning, Mark. How are we doing? Good morning. Good. I felt like I was in Hawaii with the waves coming up on Lakeshore Drive this morning. Were they pounding over? Yeah, and I happened to wake up early, watch the news. Some guy last yesterday was surfing, surfing on the waves. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, according to uh, Skilling, that a year ago, from a year ago till now, the wave, the uh, water depth in Lake Michigan is 16 inches less wow. than a year ago, but still 16 inches above average. Oh. The water level is still high, so pounding. The lake shore, you know, the edges just causing further erosion. One question: um, Your pronos- pro- predictions on the White Sox? Uh, it's coming. To I know that Brian Hockey Hitman Brock and I may disagree, but uh, right now the White Sox are sputtering. They're playing 500 baseball since June 17th. You've got to get into gear and get into. You got to get that edge. You just can't be sputtering into the playoffs and then flip a switch and start playing. Now, the, 20, 000, the 2005 White Sox did that, but it's very rare. But they have another 11, 10, 11 games to start winning some games consistently, and they're not executing at all. But that's the topic of another program. Mm-hmm. You can also listen to us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. And again, 312-255-8408 here on Catholic Chicago. And a great hour lined up this morning, Eugene Judice, author of Reflections During a Pandemic, Thoughts While Sheltering in Place, joins us for the first half hour to reflect on Lane Saad for the future. Eugene, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning, Father Greg. Good morning, Mark. It's good a pleasure morning. to be with you uh, today. How is your beautiful wife, Colleen, doing? Oh, she's doing uh, uh, tremendously. She's in the other room. It's the uh, start of the workday for her and for me as well. So Now, you have been members at St. Mary of the Woods. You and Colleen moved in when? Uh, I have to think about this for a second. We were married in 01, moved into the neighborhood in Labor Day of 02. So come next year, it'll be 20 years. 20 years. And uh, I know that... Uh, you were very have been very involved. That's where I met you and Colleen at Shamer of the Woods. You and I met before that because through Knights of Columbus. Oh my gosh! Uh, which council? Well, I, I've I've jumped around a little bit. I used to be I joined in 1456, which is in Melrose Park. Uh, I met you at a 
an event? LaSalle Assembly dinner. Okay, sure. In if the 90s. If my memory's correct, didn't you at one time work in the vocations office? Correct. Or, yeah, okay, so memory. that was when we met. So that's That's in the late 80s, early ago. 90s. Because mm-hmm. I've been a member now for, it'll be, it's 39 years that I've been a member. You and I met around 30 years ago when I was vocation director at then Niles College Seminary of Loyola mm-hmm. University. And LaSalle Assembly had a gathering, and I said an invocation. And that's where I met you over 30 years ago. What a memory. And you and Colleen have been married now 21 years, 20 years? It'll, it'll, be, 20, it'll be 20 years next month, it'll, in, two, next in month. two and a half weeks. Now, the fact that you and I go back 20 years, really 30 years, that you were kind enough to send me a copy of your book entitled Reflections During a Pandemic, Thoughts While Sheltering in Place. And Mark, I started reading it, and you have da- and, and Eugene has daily reflections, and even continues now post the book. Are you, are you in the process then of maybe writing a second book? The plan is for a second book to come out, um, which will include everything. So this book um, here... Uh, this okay, is the good. first year of reflections. It goes from March 20 2020 to March 2021. Yeah. So um, I'm still writing the reflections. I'm not doing it daily. I'm doing it mainly three times a week. Uh, what happened is, is that basically, you know, Mark and Greg, you know, when trying to write something every single day, five days a week, it becomes a real grind. It's tough. And it's it's tough. And, you know, I've got a full-time gig, a full-time job. Uh, plus all my other things, my Knights of Columbus work, my my work with the Special Libraries Association. You want to, so and it takes time. You want to live a little bit between the reflections. You want to see Colleen once in a while too. Now, could you tell our yeah, list- that would be a- <laughs> Eugene? Could tell our listeners a little bit of your background. I mean, how did how did writing connect with with who you are? Well, it it's a very good way to put it uh, because I always say that the writing is informed by everything and who I am. So professionally, I work as a law librarian. So I work oh. at, the, at the Denton's Law Firm um, at uh, in the Willis Tower. Uh, right now I'm working from home. So I've been doing that full time for over 12 years now. Um, I got my first full-time law librarian job in tax, on tax day of 07. Uh, I've worked in technology. I've worked in consulting. I have an MBA from DePaul. I have a librarian degree from Dominican. Um, but really the impetus w- for the book was when we all went to work from home, shelter in place, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, we had a firm-wide conference call. And our uh, CEO, uh, Mike McNamara, he told the attorneys, so there was attorneys and staff on the call, he told the attorneys, to make sure that during this time that they reach out to their clients, see how they can help them and assist them. But he also made the point, uh, warning here. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have that problem, <laughs> Eugene. Um, okay, grass don't grow on a busy street. Yeah, is, right? um, he, he made the point to the attorneys that don't just reach out to them for business. See how they're doing, like as human beings, some of them may have, um, health care issues, parental um, care issues, child care, education, all the, the panoply of things that we've seen going on during this pandemic. And then he made a charge or, or, or a challenge to the staff, of which I am. I'm not an attorney. He said, make sure that you connect with each other, reach out to each other. So that's 
that was the impetus for the writing. And what it started was uh, a daily email to just the team that I belonged to, about maybe a dozen of us on the research team. And then it said, then it, be, it began to grow. It's like, well, I know so-and-so would like to see it and so-and-so would like to see it. And then I brought in people from the law library community from, from Chicago. I've got, you know, the law library community is, is very close knit. We all hmm. know each other. I can, I sneeze at Denton's and someone at Baker McKenzie catches a cold. It just says <laughs> how the way the community is. Um, and that joined with the, I do a number of Zoom calls, Zoom conference calls every week just to break the isolation. The big one is on Wednesdays uh, where I have, it's primarily librarians, but anybody can join who, who gets wind of it, um, you know, to sit and chew the fat. We do not talk shop. So that built the the audience, for want of a better word, for the writing to about 300 now. And people are still coming to the calls. Uh, I've done a number now that of is, signing that's events That's on Wednesdays? Then, Wednesdays. Wednesdays, usually from 1130 to 1230, is the the big, what I'll call the big Zoom. And you're telling me there's 300 people on that call? Oh, no, no. I don't get get 300 people on that call. I was going to say, my gosh. I get get maybe a dozen, two dozen. Oh, okay. Um, The distribution for the email is about 300. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't know how to ma- how to manage a Zoom call of three hundred. I was going to say, how do you manage a three hundred people? That, that, that would be people. absolutely terrifying. How uh, do people get on that email? Um, you can um, uh, drop me an email, eugenejudice at gmail dot com. If I don't know if you can put that up on the scroll that, but you know, just drop an email there. I will add you to the list. Eugene, I'll be more than happy uh, to... for people, spell your last name. Okay, it's um, G I U. D-I-C-E. So it's Eugene Judice. There it is right up on the on the banner. Uh, it's just Eugene Judice at gmail.com. Uh, okay. I'd be more than happy to add you to the So really, the then, Eugene, list. you're saying to all of us that the impetus for the idea for the book for Daily Reflections was really coming from your CEO who really charged right. the entire group to go beyond shop, but to really to, to check in on each other and how you're doing. And that was really the plant seed planted for you to write a reflection, write another reflection. And folks, I have to admit, I have read a good part of the book. And Eugene, you, you, you really connect well the mystery of God with our lives where people happen to be at in terms of uh, where the rubber meets the road. Because things shut down on March 15th, 2020. That's where your book starts until March of 21. Now you're working on a second one. But then as you send me emails for your updates post when the book ended, you always get a quote from some individual and you run an idea there. But it's a short reflection, Mark. It's not Mm -hmm. lengthy. And you're always making a point. I need to ask you this. Where do you get the ideas daily where you're so creative? I'm sure, you know, like you said, it's really tough to do. So where where do you get your reflections every day in terms of the, the impetus for a seed for a thought? Uh, usually, I you know I I've been searching the web for um, viable, useful quotations. Um, I was fortunate enough to uh, find out that a colleague of mine uh, at Yale Law School, he's the law librarian there. He edited a new edition of the New Yale Book of Quotations. So I've been starting to use that material okay. uh, as the as the germinating seed for for the reflections. And uh, you know s- sometimes it's it's hard to find something. Sometimes something will connect, whether it's in uh, what's going on in the in the public sphere, 
or what's going on. I've, I've used the lectionary, uh, the, the the Sunday mass readings mm-hmm. um, have been, have been have been very helpful, uh, uh, and then just my own knowledge of our own patrimony, our own history, um, um, patristically. You know, I've been able to use things like from Augustine and, and that sort of thing. Eugene, before we take a little break, is there a sample of one of your reflections you could share with us? Sure. Um, I think I like to share this one because it's early on. This was from April of, of 2020. This, uh, of 20. And uh, I it, it brings into really sharp focus the necessity for people to remain connected. Um, And so it goes like this and it starts, uh, this is from April 17th of 2020. It goes, good morning, everyone. It's a snowy morning here in Chicago. Will spring ever arrive? It's been a tough week for many. We read in the press of job losses and cutbacks on all fronts, and maybe we are apt to lose faith and hope in each other. Here's something to consider. And here's the quotation. Hope is like peace. It is not a gift from God. It is a gift only we can give each other. And that's from Eli Wiesel, uh, the Nobel, Nobel laureate and Holocaust survivor. We hear a lot about hope and how it comes from within, but Mr. Wiesel turns it on its head. He says that we get hope from each other. Maybe that's the thought for this weekend, that the hope that we carry can be contagious. Let's face it, we all know more about contagion than we did six weeks ago. Maybe it is our duty, for want of a better word, to carry and express hope, not so much for ourselves, but perhaps for the people we come in contact with. Hope may become the tremendous categorical imperative that Immanuel Kant speaks about, and it's signed together with you in spreading hope. Beautiful. Now that, Eugene, that is outstanding Uh, Mark, on that note, take us to break. Yes, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can see us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Eugene Judice, and we're talking about reflections during a pandemic, thoughts while sheltering in place. When we come back, maybe, Eugene, um, we could discuss what, what have you learned. Nobody planned for this time in their lives. And what have you, you learned during this time? We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Headed to the fairways for a fun-filled round of golf supporting the work of Catholic Charities in Cook County. Join us on Monday, September 27th for Catholic Charities Monsignor Michael Bolin Golf Invitational at Butterfield County Club in Oak Brook. Golfers of all skill levels are welcome as we hit the links and raise vital funds so Catholic Charities can continue to accompany clients on their journey to greater self-sufficiency. Skill contests, fabulous prizes, and good company await all who attend this signature event. For registration and sponsorship opportunities, call 312-948-6864. 
That's 312-948-6864. Or visit catholiccharities.net. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. Qué bueno estar juntos otra vez. Después de tantos meses separados, se han levantado los límites de capacidad por la pandemia y queremos darles la bienvenida a todos de vuelta a la iglesia. Podemos rezar juntos otra vez y escuchar cuando nuestros coros eleven sus voces en canción. Hemos estado juntos en espíritu y ahora, cuando estén listos, nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. We're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ 750 AM, 312-255-8408, or you can watch us and on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're speaking with Eugene Judice and talking about his book, Reflections During a Pandemic, Thoughts While Sheltering in Place. Mark, is that a new jacket you're wearing, corduroy? It's actually an old <laughs> I was going to say, it looks Does rather, it look old? Yeah, it looks rather old. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very nice, though. Forty nine ninety nine <laughs> Macy's closeout. Anyway. My sweater's rather old, too. Uh, Eugene, <laughs> on a serious note, uh, so nobody planned for this pandemic. Nobody planned to be living through it, and you've done a creative response to it. What, what have you learned during this time? About yourself. That is a... That is a big question. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to learn more. Mm -hmm. uh, the things that have that has struck me is that I'm becoming into sharper focus of what's really important, what really matters. I give you an example. Um, one day we were in the house and something was broken that was that was very dear to me that you know took me back to my childhood. And, you know, in the final analysis, it was like it was just a thing. So I think, you know, relationships are becoming more important. I find myself becoming more patient because 
um, I have to live the stuff in this book. Okay, I just can't talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I can't be, I can't talk about uh, being more just, being more compassionate, being more inclusive, and not do these things. You know, because right. people are people are no fools. All right, uh, they read this and they see my behavior out on the street, and they're 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 gonna they're gonna see through that. I mean, it it it's it's come into sharper focus to me every time I put on one of the pins. You know, I always make a point of wearing my Knights of Columbus pin and wearing my Special Libraries Association pin. Okay, people are gonna look at me. You know, and I'm gonna reflect those 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 societies based on what I do out in the street. So my my That's behavior very well has become said. more. Uh, more more purpose focused, more more centric. Uh, I've become more patient. I'd like to think I'm becoming more patient. I mean, there are times when I, you know, work frustrates and I just want to tear my hair out. But I find myself getting less impatient with people. I get more impatient with situations. Like I'm trying to work on a research project. I had one last night. I was tearing my hair out over it. Oh. Um, because I think because of the writing, I'm seeing a reflection of who I am in others. And seeing their need and my own need. So if, if, if I see, like I wrote about it the other day, I go to the store and we're all wearing masks and people are starting to look like a cipher. You know, you only see two eyes and you don't right. see any facial expression. Well, if I'm seeing others like that, maybe some people are seeing me that way. And that's that's what I'm trying to engender to remind people that to stay connected as human beings. And I think that's what I'm learning more and more is the connectedness of, 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 of us as, as a human, as human beings. And also what I'm, I'm also always surprised at what's informing the writing experiences from my past experiences professionally are informing the writing and it. And, and I'm drawing on a great well from within that I didn't really realize was present. You know, it's interesting, uh, Eugene, in what you just shared with right now, you have become very introspective during this pandemic in terms of looking within, again, connecting the mystery of God with you and saying that put life in perspective, what used to be so important, maybe isn't because it's all about relationships, love of God, love of neighbor. Mark, how about you? Uh, what have you learned about yourself during this pandemic? Well, a few things. One, now, Eugene, you're married 20 years, and we're married 40 years, and um, I learned we're pretty compatible because it, we spend a lot of time with each other, uh, and um, we're also the gatherers in our family, and it was hard to say no to people about gathering in our space. But the other piece, which I always talk about with staff or with anybody who will listen, we had our, our granddaughter and our, grand, our granddaughter, Nellie, and our grandson James, born during the pandemic, which added a sense of joy, but it also added a sense of distance because we could not be as close to them as we would have been with our other granddaughters who were born before the pandemic. So um, I've just learned every day is a gift and figure it out. See, I think even along those lines in my own life, I've learned how much I really need other people, which I knew the really experience when the cathedral closed on March 15th, 2020, like all churches did. And for Holy Week and Easter Sunday, the cathedral was locked. I found it very depressing. Mm -hmm. Instead of being gathering with the community to celebrate the life, the death, the resurrection of our Lord, all through the Holy Week, the Triduum, here the cathedral was locked, and it needed to be because the pandemic was really bad. 
doors didn't reopen until June 15th. We've been socially distanced and isolated. Now, things are getting better, but folks, this pandemic is far from over. So I think if anybody were to say to me or to one of us, I've learned nothing about myself during this pandemic, either they're dead or they're just not even thinking along those lines because the pandemic has been, for all of us, a game changer. Many have lost loved ones during this pandemic. I've done some funerals involving people who've died because of COVID. Uh, Eugene? I lost, I lost my, my mom died on um, April 7th, and my dad died uh, April 7th of 20, and my dad died uh, June 13th of this year. So the, the, the now, it was not COVID-related. Both had been ailing, but sort of the, the, the pandemic has been bracketed by, by, by loss in my family. So you lost right. your mother about three weeks after COVID started, and you lost your dad this year. So you've, so you've lost two parents in, within mm-hmm. a year. Well, and, and, and you, you speak, and Father Greg, you speak of the Triduum. Um, Mom died on the Tuesday of Holy Week. That's and, right. Uh, That's right. We, we couldn't, we didn't have the traditional, you know, wake and, and, and funeral mass. We couldn't um, do it. The, the, deacon from, the deacon from our church, uh, Chuck Thompson, I think, Father Greg, you know him. Oh, oh sure. Uh, Chuck and Amanda Well. You know, I called him and I said, Chuck, what do we do? He says, well, you know, Eugene, I can do anything you need because I'm free all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And so we, 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 we buried mom on, we, we put mom in, in, the, in the crypt at, at Queens, Queen of Heaven on but you, Thursday, but you couldn't have a mass. You couldn't have a mass because we couldn't have the mass. Same where the woods was closed. We were in the triduum, um, but we. I was very fortunate. My brother-in-law is is a fu- is a funeral director at the Cooney Funeral Home in Park Ridge, and we mm-hmm. had a, a we we were we had a very beautiful, prayerful time. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, with but the numbers uh, were Colleen limited in I, terms of you. But you had limited limited number of people who could attend. Because my, are in... my, my, my sister, my father was living at my sister's home and they were on, they were on serious lockdown because of his health issues. So it was just Colleen and myself, um, my brother-in-law, his son, and <clears throat> one of Colleen's cousins, all of whom work in the, in the funeral home at, uh, at the Cooney funeral home in Park Ridge. And, uh, we were able to do something very beautiful. So we were able to keep the tradition to a great extent, but we found new ways of expressing Mm-hmm. See, and that's, I think, what, what I talk about in the writings is, and, and you talked about having learned nothing, we're finding new ways of expressing the faith, to exp- of expressing spirituality. And I think that's important. We're going to see that. Uh, I think there's going to maybe be, after we come out of this, there's going to be a new renaissance of, of people expressing spirituality, of using the tools of the faith in, in new and different ways. And I don't think you take family or friends or any of these moments for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, we may have li- we were at such a fast pace prior to the pandemic that everything moved so fast. I think we didn't get this introspective moment. And now with the pace like for instance my sister died I think it was November 7th and our nephew and my ga- grandson was born 2 days later. You know, where it was like right in your face that well God gives god takes and so within god's time that we're living no matter if it's a pandemic or not uh and you can focus in focus in on the gift of today you know eugene as we begin to wind down the program in the last minute is give us a nugget of hope for our listeners as you close off the program this morning 
just maybe a sentence sure. or two, or maybe one of your favorite quotes from some author or individual. Yeah, I'm going to read not the whole reflection, um, but um, the, just the quotation from mm-hmm. September 11th of 2020. Um, terrible day in, in, in our world uh, because of the attacks. And I'm, I'm quoting uh, from Father Michael Judge, the, the Franciscan priest who was, who, who was victim number one mm-hmm. on that day. He goes, if you descend into somebody else's private hell and stand with them, it ceases to be hell. And I think that's what I've learned is to stand in solidarity with others in their joy, in their pain, especially in their pain and difficulty, because when you are willing to take that chance and to descend into the hell that somebody else is experiencing, it ceases to be it ceases to be a hell. Um, I remember from Scripture, um, uh, the psalmist talks about the thrice braided cord cannot be broken. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great, um, great note to end on that. Uh, can I a, ask how, how do they get the book? Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly, uh, it's ava- yeah. Go ahead, Eugene. It's, a, it's available as an e-book, an electronic book, uh, and a print-on-demand book on Amazon.com. There's the page. Um, I would, uh, I'm, I'm more than glad to, uh, sign copies of people, you know, contact me. I'll be, you know, we can meet up. I can sign your copy. Um, if you do do print on demand, it does take a little bit of time because that's exactly what it is. It's print on demand. So it's not like Amazon has this, uh, you know, stacked in their warehouses. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, uh, and it's both on Barnes and Noble, the Barnes and Noble website and the amazon.com website. And again, it's entitled, uh, reflections during a pandemic. Thoughts While Sheltering in Place, Eugene Judice, G-I-U-D-I-C-E. And again, your website is Eugene Judice. So the email for the, email. is Eugene Judice uh, at gmail.com if you want to receive the periodic reflections. Good. Uh, and I look forward to hearing from people. Well, thank you very much for being a wonderful guest this morning. Thank you to Eugene Judice author of the Reflections During the Pandemic, and uh, give our love to Colleen. Our number is 312-255-8408, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Eugene's been great being with you, great memories together of our time in St. Mary of the Woods. And this is Catholic Chicago, Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi. Stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. And again, do not touch that dial. (laughs) 